0: You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Friday, so this is our hashtag one hero episode. In these episodes, we highlight and celebrate a blog post and contributor from our community and discuss topics surrounding sales, marketing, and customer success. Here we go.
1: And welcome back to the Foot My Funnel podcast. So a little while ago, the Rainmaker conference held by Sales Loft was in Atlanta. Some of the best B2B marketers and sellers in the entire nation were there. So I wanted to catch up with them and hear their thoughts on trends they were seeing in sales and marketing for 2018. So that's what you're about to hear. It's not a normal podcast. These are some quick interviews on trends in B2B sales and marketing in 2018. Enjoy. What are some trends that you are seeing in 2018 for sales and marketing? Well, a big trend, obviously, you see AI everywhere, but there are so many different applications of AI. But I think people are really honing down on very specific business use cases for AI, like before it used to be. AI, kind of this general like, oh, you got to get into AI. But now, you know, there's AI for top of the funnel, AI for middle of the funnel, AI for lead engagement. it so I think there's some very real practical use cases for AI. I, you know, you just see it everywhere. And then, you know, some other trends that, that we're seeing is just breaking through the noise. You know, there's a lot of automated services, automated, you know, but how do you retain the human quality of your reach-outs and your your follow-up efforts and and your marketing and sales efforts? Like, how do you stay human in the, you know, ever-increasing automated world? So, I see a lot of, you know, companies now trying to really personalize in an automated way, you know, how they approach, you know, their sales and marketing efforts. So... What are trends that you are seeing in 2018 for sales and marketing?
2: So I actually wrote a post on this and published it on Hacker Noon a few weeks ago. The two of them that I'm really seeing are micro moments and deep personalization. So what I'm talking about when I say micro moments is how do you take someone's attention and capture it for five to 10 seconds? Hewlett Packard did a great job with this for an artificial intelligence ad that they did on the Metro, which is public transportation in D.C., where they actually had like a, can you find the error? And in the bottom of it, it said artificial intelligence already identified it. So whatever it was, there was six or seven different ones. And people would walk up and, you know, while I'm waiting for the Metro, I'm immersed in their ad for five to 10 seconds. So they captured my attention. I remember it. The other one that I'm seeing is deep personalization. And that comes to how do you edit content? How do you edit your emails to fit more than just your segment, but actually the person themselves? And so we're starting to see different marketing automation platforms take it a level deeper than just personalization based on segments or unique fields that change or adapt to whoever you're sending it to, but actually getting into, can you change the message based on the person in unlimited different emails, right? Those are the top two trends I'm thinking.
1: So what are trends that you are seeing in 2018 for sales marketing?
0: Sure. I think one of the biggest trends I see is like video being incorporated for emails and cadences. So being able to just reach out to clients and kind of be dropping yourself down to a human factor where it's just, you're not another salesperson getting lost in text and deleting an email where you can actually kind of try to connect with somebody at a completely different level.
1: So what is the biggest trend that you're seeing in sales marketing in
0: 2018? All right. So historically sales and marketing have naturally fought each other, which kind of stinks because I like our sales team and our sales team likes our marketing team. You know, One of the things that I'm kind of noticing is you're seeing them kind of sync up and work better together. But the nice part is no disrespect to marketing, sales reps kind of add a human element of like, who am I actually going after? Who's a good account to go after? And you're deducing that stuff because they're in the trenches every day. They talk to the leads that come inbound. They talk to the leads that go outbound. They know what objections they're giving them. And they have all that information. So when they're picking what accounts to go after or where they want to you know, strate- strategically plan out what they're going to do for an activity, it's actually better to have it come from sales than marketing. But the problem is marketing doesn't actually know a lot of the time how to actually do anything with that information. And the neat part is if you work with someone like Terminus or someone that's doing account-based marketing on this stuff, you can do a lot of really cool things to actually get more opportunities out of it. I'll tell you something that's even on a bigger level that's like, people listening to this are gonna be like, oh shit, hopefully you can say that, I don't know. But you might hear them go like, holy crap, this is like, I don't know why I don't ever think of this. There's this problem right now where brands go and reach out and they retarget people that come to their site. We've been playing around with doing some stuff where we'll go get all the accounts our reps are prospecting and we'll go build, like take the prospect list and actually shoot them up in the marketing and plan a marketing tactic that works with the rep. So instead of just being like, here's a white paper, you should check out this white paper, you know, and then you wanna die because you get white papers all the time. You can do some stuff like, a rep could email a bunch of people in New York City and be like, hey, we wanna to come to your office and bring you bagels. Once we have some time to eat bagels or get bagels. Instead of going and sending them to some PDF or some corporate stuff like that, you could actually make your marketing team make content with the rep that did that tactic and feature that rep and get it in front of the same audience. And then imagine if I write an email to a prospect and then they see an ad for me with my face on it. And it's me talking about the tech, trying to do get a, get a meeting. Yeah. This is something that brands need to start doing. And it works. We, we did this. Uh, the bagel example is one we did this past summer. We just closed. It cost us probably less than a, a couple hundred bucks between marketing cost, using the prospecting data that we have, throwing it into different ad servers and stuff that we wanted to do. Between that, for that whole budget, because it's such a smaller audience set, we're actually able to go and get, you know, four or five new paying customers. Yeah. We made like 6x what we put into it, like per month just yeah. in revenue. And so we're going to start doing more and more of this stuff for the next year. The thing that a lot of companies do is they go and make, they go and retarget and re- and go they go get a list of accounts that they want to break into, give it to marketing. And it's the nice part is stuff like you guys makes it easy to like go actually target and do something with that. But the neat part that you're missing the boat on is you could make that content involve the rep that's prospecting that you start doing that stuff, you can get some really cool response rates. You even take it to a level where each of your reps could be making uh, individual branded sites inside your website. Yeah. And draw that to actually like, hey, here's some stuff that I've done for thought leadership. This is some stuff I've done for about your industry. Specifically, these are some customers that I work with that I personally interviewed. Get your reps to go make content and feed it to marketing. So marketing can put these campaigns together a lot easier and actually retarget them.
1: Yeah. Account-based
0: marketing for your deal. Like Terminus and like account-based marketing. I don't want to make it all about Terminus, but yeah, sorry, sorry. But like you're already doing the step of getting your target accounts and getting in front of them with with help from marketing. Take the extra step and have sales actually feed content and feed things with marketing and plan stuff out together. And it's funny because the other question you want to ask is a great transition to this. You're asking, what do I see trends happening and new things that are going to happen in prospecting? Long-term zoom out, cold email and cold calling is going to get overdone. It already is happening with email. Like, I've been at this conference today. I've been out of office supply. I've already gotten 38 prospect emails today. Granted, I'm out there with prospectors. Yeah. I share my data everywhere. Like, I help people. I, it's fine. I put myself out there. It's the cost of doing business. But the problem is, it's a traffic jam. It's like going out intentionally and driving on the highway during rush hour. When you can avoid that stuff. Especially Atlanta, by the way, I've heard is historically bad traffic. Yeah. So if I'm building and thinking about this a little bit more, the future of prospecting is going to be marketers and salespeople getting into a room saying, these are our dream accounts this month. You don't need actually have to go through all of them, but you're going to say, how do we break in this month? Yeah. And it's almost going to be like an ad agency pitching and coming up with Super Bowl ad. Yeah. You're going to do campaigns just for certain accounts you want to break into, whether it's by industry, by vertical, by, I know it's kind of the same thing, by company side. Like you might find something that you can find that's common with all of them that has a common trigger. And then feed that into marketing and do a tactic where not only are you prospecting, but guess what? If you do a cool marketing tactic, your prospecting can be about that tactic. Yeah. So like, hey, I sent you a can of clam chowder. I don't know why I did. It's kind of <laughs> messed up that I did that. Just Don't send clam chowder, by the way, if you listen to this. It's just a random thing. <laughs> There's soup over there while we we're talking, so I just saw clam chowder. Or I thought of clam chowder. But like, you might be like, hey, I did this prospecting thing. What do you think of it? And you can bring up stuff that has nothing to do with your product. So that's where I think prospecting is going. As technology gets better for things like Terminus and other account-based marketing platforms that you use, it's going to get easier and easier for you to get even more detailed and customize the content for even smaller audience sets. That's the hard part right now with limitations is all these networks and ad networks and, and social retargeting, all that stuff that you might do in your marketing, you need a big enough set to do it. But volume's decreasing on the sales teams. A rep can now reach out to 15 accounts and hear back from six of them as opposed to maybe five or six years ago, you'd go send a blast out with a bunch of templates and then, you know, hope for the best. And that's kinda of where I think things are changing. Like it's not gonna be a volume game, it's gonna be about the quality that you can get when you actually do the outreach. Yeah, absolutely. Another trend that you're seeing, and this is actually real too, is prospectors are you're seeing prospectors that are more creative. So it means that content, when you produce stuff for prospecting, is more entertaining. It actually, think of it from this world. Cold emailing actually started as a replication of cold calling. Cold calling, they had phone scripts. First cold email was an email, uh, like, well, it's not actually this, but like the first cold emails that people sent were literally copy and paste phone scripts sent over email and backwards because email allows you to simulate being in the same room with the person actually meeting them. And yeah. so going through that experience... If we could restart prospecting today, we'd do it completely differently. Wouldn't it be great if it felt good to get prospected? And it should. I should feel like I'm like the Boston Red Sox are trying to sign me when someone's trying to get me as a customer. And if we if sales teams can focus on that, you're going to see that this year, you're going to start seeing experience become a bigger part of it. People are sending direct mail and gifts to people. They're making videos for them when they're prospecting, they send prospecting videos that you can start making this stuff entertaining and it's going to make prospecting a lot more fun and you'll get more responses and you won't hate your life. And that's an important part of this. So that's kind of where I see it going and I think it's going to happen this year. Yeah. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review.